0: I'm Alex Keller. And I'm Mike Harding. And this is the Film Tastic Voyage. Hey everyone, welcome to the Film Tested Voyage, the show that used to be about something, but is no longer about anything, but might also still be about stuff.
1: Hey, we're still talking movies, all right? Or are we? Well, tell you what, Alex. uh, There was an event that happens every year. That happened uh, a few days ago. By the time this is coming out, so uh, Valentine's Day. Any any inkling of what I of what I'm talking about right now? No, not Valentine's Day. We're talking Oscars! Oh, yeah, 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 yeah! Wow, that's blown out. <laughs> they can handle it. Our crowd has gumption. Uh, yeah, we're talking the Oscars. That's like Alex's Super Bowl. It is Alex's Super Bowl. I and threw it, a whole party and made food. And the Oscars to me is sort of like how the Golden Globes is for Oscar people. Where it's like, well, this is fun.
0: Wait. So, why the Golden Globes <laughs> to you like dog shit?
1: I never watched the Golden Globes. Well, neither do I. Yeah, I. I you, you hear about the Golden Globes. The, the Golden Globes are the drunk Oscars. Basically, it's like. You, you, you there, it, it because the Golden Globes is like a mishmash of a lot of things, right? It's TV and movies, and I think maybe yeah. music.
0: I think no, I think it's TV movies, yeah. And it's
1: just people being a little bit more honest about whatever, right? Isn't that the one had Ricky Gervais is the host a bunch, and like he yeah. was just awful. Well, no, he was great because he just
0: took the Hollywood Foreign Press Association to task, being like, "You guys didn't even watch these movies. Who not? We not only the tourists. That movie sucks,
1: right? Yeah, and like
0: you know." kind of stuff
1: yeah and it was
0: really funny because like the the day after like we're never having him back and then everyone was like
1: (laughs) we loved him and he came
0: back the next year they're
1: just kidding folks we're just like oh that was a joke uh." we were just razzing ricky gervais we love him (laughs) yeah so so
0: anyway so the 2018 oscars the 90th oscars as they were
1: the 90th oscars the 2018 oscars and these are for 2017 movies.
0: Yeah. So real quick. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna go through every category and talk about who won and if we thought it was uh, if we if it was the people we wanted to see and you know just other thoughts. But first, let's talk about
1: the show as a whole. Mike, what'd you think? Um, it was uh, it was good. I, you know, of course, I love the whole wacky Jimmy Kimmel shit that happened last year, but I thought it was better this year because there was less of it.
0: I kind of thought the opposite. Actually, I thought it was a, it was a fine show, but I thought Jimmy Kimmel last year just until the, like unfortunately the ending overshadows it. But I thought he was a great host last year, and this year he just kind of felt like on autopilot. I yeah, could, it just kind of felt like the whole show kind of felt safe and just sort of didn't have like it was just sort of like here's the awards, yay! But like there was no pizzazz to the extra, you know, to the the, the host and all that other stuff.
1: It wasn't explosive. It was very. Yeah. Uh, it was. It, it felt a bit more traditional. Yeah, uh, but there definitely was a theme, mm-hmm. and I think um, the theme was. But you know, I mean, this is taking place like within you know these, these are movies that happen within a year of a lot of scandals, right? Which I think sort of bled into the ceremony quite a bit. Like they had, they addressed it, like
2: mm-hmm.
1: like and Jimmy Kimmel too. I think he even named like uh, Harvey Weinstein and all them, right? So there was there was, there was quite a bit of that. Um not that I'm complaining. I think it's it's great. I think it's fine. I think after a little while though, I was like, okay, I get it. I mean, like
0: I, I had no qualms with that. I think it's yeah. all good. I enjoyed the little I like I like that little uh talking heads montage I had about, you know, talking about representation and stuff. That was fun. Yeah, this year some good. some killer montages. Yes, the montages I were on point. Love Oscar montages, and this year had some of the best ones.
1: Yeah. Um uh yeah i liked the celebrities going over to the el capitan
0: oh that was fun no it was the uh i thought it was the chinese theater was it i think they said it was the chinese theater
1: oh okay it might
0: have been the el capitan because that's also owned by disney was, and they were playing
1: a wrinkle in time it
0: might have been it was probably the El Capitan. i probably just wasn't paying attention
1: well whatever it was i that would have been cool to be in that audience because holy shit yeah, meet Mark Hamill and Margo Robbie on the same night. What? Yeah, I
0: want to give him a little Toros giant sandwich.
1: <laughs> and there's the baby from Baby Driver. But yeah. he's well, he's a baby boy. He he's a baby man. Man driver. He's a man driver. Did you hear them making
0: a sequel to Baby Driver?
1: Good. Or trying to.
0: I don't know if it's officially going to happen. But yeah, Edgar Wright's like, "I'll make a sequel." Yeah.
1: I'm still very torn on. Uh, like I want to buy that movie, but then I just feel dirty buying it. I, because it. Oh, has, Kevin Spacey? It has that guy in it. Oh, and, whatever. And it's like, I know I should get over it because it's like, hey, the rest of the movie's great and, like, you know, as as much of a piece of shit he is, like, he was fine in the movie. But he
0: get hey, spoiler alert, he gets killed in the movie, so it's like, yay. You That's know, true. you can feel good about yourself or something. I don't know.
1: That's true. I don't know. I, but I do want to buy that movie. um Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I bought it. Outcome-wise, outcome-wise, I was... I it was very predictable yeah. and I was happy with it. It's one of the most predictable Oscars in a
0: while. I had a couple of things I thought was going to win that didn't, and we'll talk about them. But they were very minor categories.
1: Well, yeah, and Lady Bird got burned. Lady mm. Lady Bird was Lady burned. Uh, like I'll, I'll be honest, I
0: would have. Uh, I called. And I didn't call it, but I was. I was not surprised. I was. If if you had said would will Lady Bird win any awards, I would have said no. <laughs> like if you if you said like make a strong prediction, that would have been mine. Like the only thing I think it could have won for was Best Actress, really.
1: Yeah, everything yeah. else
0: was. It's a it was a stacked year. Every time it we see one of these montages, it's like God damn, God damn. Every time they announce, it's like oh, and this is like Dunkirk, and then Blade Runner, and then like you know Three Billboards. And every time they they go through the list of nominees, it's like Jesus Christ, what's what could possibly win except yeah? What one was like? Well, that makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Hmm. That's a, I guess that's really all I have to say before we get into the specifics yeah. of it. Well, oh, for anybody who doesn't know, this episode is going to be about the Oscars, so just <laughs> fuck all your seatbelts, all right? Just That's just what we're doing. seatbelts? That's what we're doing tonight.
0: Um, yeah. Well, I do want to say some things real quick, though, uh, just things I always see on the internet, post every single Oscars. It's sure. It's like, pff, bunch of actors just pat themselves on the back. It's like, I fucking hate how people associate the Oscars with actors. There's four categories for actors, and there's so many fucking other awards <laughs> Like, but I, you go
1: to see the stars. Yeah,
0: like and the director or whatever. But like um you know everyone uh, I, I don't mention it very often. I'm I'm a I'm in the VFX industry and so I love the VFX uh category and it's always like, you know, people always don't fucking remember it. Right, yeah. Or the sound editing or all that fun stuff. I love those categories. People
1: can complain about the Oscars all they want, but it's been around for ninety years and it's been basically the same thing for the last ninety years, and if you're not into it, then you're not into it. They that's should, fine. Should, but it yeah. exists, and that's it, it is what it is. I think they should add a category
0: for stunts, and I think that's all you need.
1: That There should be a category for that. Yeah. Why isn't there a category for that? Oh, because stunts are so lowbrow. Uh, I, I would love a whole um award show based around different kinds of stunts. I think there is a stunty award show. The oh, I mean, like, they give awards like, in a stuntly way? Be- well, no, no. They'll just be like, best jet ski jump. And oh. then you see... like. Three different movies where this dude jet skis off a pier or something. You know, whatever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but either and also in the same point though, uh people are like, Oh, the Oscars are too long, let's just trim it to the categories people care about. Also fuck you, random person. I care about <laughs> all the Oscars. The, I wanna the, see who wins, you know, uh uh production design.
1: So the 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 categories that people care about is really just them saying the categories that they care about. Exactly. <laughs>
0: They're not movie categories, they're just fucking actors. I like actors. You know, <laughs> actors are great, but like they're not the only people in Hollywood.
1: Well, see, for an average Joe out there, it's like okay, uh the award for, you know, best uh original s- screenplay, they're probably sitting there going, What's a screenplay? I don't get it. What is a screenplay? I,
0: every year. It's like, what's the difference between sound design and sound editing? They should just merge them together. That doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, the funny thing is is this year, the same movie. Got it right. Well, that happens. But no, not, they
0: should not merge it. But I'm just saying that's not uncommon though. Sound design and sound editing usually tend to win for one movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. Let's get into the let's get into the, the real teeth. Okay. Let's get into so the teeth of this. I'm
0: just gonna pull up a list, and so I'm gonna go from bottom to top, just what they have. Yeah. Uh. So it's not the order of the actual ceremony, but no. it's the order of this list. So first we have best production design.
1: Best Production Design. So,
0: should I go through the nominees or just the winner? Um, I mean, we could we could do that. We could do any of them. No, let's go through the nominees. Let's give everyone a nice yeah. shout-out. So, we got uh, Dunkirk, Darkest Hour, Blade Runner twenty four nine, Beauty and the Beast, and the winner, The Shape of Water. Ah, okay. So, Production Design. What is like the building of the sets? I think and like the design right. of the sets and all that fun stuff uh and so that's a good win i um blade runner also would have been nice but i'm the shape of water i cannot contest any of its wins of the evening
1: well sure i mean uh, you know how i feel about it is i was a little bit disappointed not because i didn't like the shape of water set design but yeah i thought there was more ambitious films this year blade runner specifically i thought like i you know that would have been my pick but hey Whatever.
0: Also, this is going to be a recurring theme for me, with the exception of actor, but get Darkest Hour
1: out of there! For what?
0: For anything.
1: For anything, Besides really. actor. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree. Did it win anything other than... no? Nope. Uh, no, yeah. I, I didn't think no, so. No, makeup. Actually, makeup.
0: It, uh, the, uh, makeup, too. The guy had to go makeup.
1: Right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, th- those two... The thing about Darkest Hour is it's, it's... And I know we've said this before, but it... It's one of the it it's arguably the only movie that made the list of nominations that felt like Oscar bait. Yeah. And so it it you know when you have all these other choices that are so much more like outside of the usual kind of nominated movies it just it sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah. You know. And it's funny that that you know I mean like best picture for example like I think it was Darkest Hour and Dunkirk and it's just funny to have these two movies with the same subject material, you know it what I mean. Competing, funny. it's it's a, a strange thing.
0: Honestly, like thinking about it, like what I'd I'd rather like. I like both the I like the I loved the post. I thought it was really good. The
1: post was good, and, yeah. And
0: uh, I like Darkest Hour enough, but I would have not had them nominated for Best Picture. I would have placed them with Blade Runner and maybe like Florida Project or even Good Time.
1: Uh, I didn't see Good Time. It's good, but is it? It's a good time, huh? No, it's not, but it's a good movie. <laughs> All right. No, I agree. I, I mean, I, I don't know if I would put Blade Runner in the running, uh, in the Blade Running uh, for, like, Best Picture. And yeah, I know we, we've talked than about it before. Darkest Hour, though. But it is better than Darkest Hour. I agree.
2: Yeah.
0: See ya. Anyways, uh, so animated feature,
1: animated feature.
0: We got The Breadwinner, The Boss Baby, Loving Vincent, Ferdinand, and Coco. This one was no contest at all. Yeah, uh, no surprise at all. And even then, of all these movies, Coco is still the best. That's the thing about Pixar and uh, Disney and all the and that kind of thing is like every year they win, but every year their movie is usually the best animated feature, at right. least the one nominated. That's the trouble, though. Is there sometimes there's a lot of really, really, really good movies that aren't nominated.
1: Uh huh. Well, you know, out of all of these, I think the only one I didn't see that I would have been interested in seeing is The Breadwinner.
0: Oh, I saw that. Actually, I was going to uh, I saw that. And uh, that movie is heavy.
1: I bet it is.
0: It is a good movie, but it is heavy. But
1: that's that's my kind of animated movie, you what, know what I'm saying? Heavy sad movies? Uh, just yeah, heavy cuz here's the thing, man. Okay, you look at like Ferdinand and the Boss Baby, right? I didn't see those. But I can guess what they're about, and I can guess the tone and i can you know what i mean and 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 what i love about like okay like loving vincent and the breadwinner like they unfortunately were probably not on most people's radar right no probably didn't make a lot of money but they're so like left field and like different and yeah, you know no. what i mean i don't know you well, can you can you can taste it it's palpable yeah
0: well i every year at the oscars kind of throws a bo- the animated feature throws a bone in these unheard of movies and i'm always glad they do Right. But like, Coco
1: I think deserved it.
0: Coco was still like even though like Coco is still just you know, it's a Pixar movie, it's still just so good.
1: Yeah. All right. What um really quickly, do you 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 probably don't know off the top of your head what Pixar movies have won best picture. Has it only been Brave and Coco?
0: Oh no. It's uh I Maybe think Up? Yeah, hold on. Um I think they've won quite a few. Uh I don't remember I think I don't know remember if Monsters Inc. lost to something, but uh, I think Finding Nemo did, uh, Wally did, Up did, uh, in, uh, Inside Out did, okay. Um, I think Toy Story three did. So a lot of them. Coco did.
1: Wow, Toy Story three. Good. That's that's good. I'm
0: fairly certain. I think the only non Pixar, non DreamWorks movies to win Best Anime Feature are like Shrek. Uh, no way. Shrek was Shrek the won? very first winner. What the f- in two thousand two. Shrek Spirited Away, I think,
1: um, and. Um, I didn't realize best animated feature came out that category came out so late. Yeah, it's pretty late.
0: I think Shrek, Spirited Away, uh the, 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 the Rango and like uh Wallace and Gromit. Oh, okay. I like the like the four I can think of.
1: I was hoping that that team that did Rango would go on and do something like Rango again.
0: Well, they did. It was called Strange Magic and it was really bad and no one saw it apparently. Oh, it came out in like sucks. January.
1: That's a bummer.
0: Of like, you know.
1: Cuz I really loved the, the look and feel of that movie. I yeah. thought that was great.
0: Yeah, I don't know what happened to those guys. Because that was Lucasfilm Animation, and I don't know if they closed.
1: Oh, got swallowed up by Disney.
0: Yeah, what happened with that?
1: Hmm.
0: Anyways, so the category I have seen no films in, because I'm lame, is Foreign Feature. Yeah. Which is The Square, The Insult, On Body and Soul, Loveless, and A Fantastic Woman. I've heard of most of these, but I just haven't gotten around to seeing them because I suck.
1: Well, Rachel and I were really, really trying to see the square for a long time, well, do you and know what, for whatever reason, we we didn't get around to seeing it. Do You but, know, what it's about? Uh, vaguely. I mean, it's about like a really eccentric uh, artist. Uh, you know, like a three not like a three D artist, but in the sense, you know, like like installations, like that kind of yeah, thing, uh, or like maybe performance art or something. Uh, I, it it. Uh, that's the thing is I, I don't I didn't catch exactly what the trail what it was based on the trailer. Okay, but it has that one lady from uh, Mad Men and uh, and uh, oh god the one on Hulu Elizabeth Moss is
0: that her name
1: the one the uh, yeah the the the, um, the
0: Scientologist
1: I think so yeah yeah Elizabeth Moss yeah. But anyways, yeah that that's the one that I have heard of. The, oh yeah, Loveless too. I remember seeing a, a trailer for that, hmm. but it looked like it was just parents arguing and a kid being bummed out. So uh, I was like, bummer, eh.
0: bummer, kids.
1: <laughs> anyways, Anyway,
0: so yeah, so we'll see. Uh, uh, maybe I'll see those eventually. Uh, documentary feature: Strong Island, Last Men in Aleppo, Fra- Faces Places, Abacus, Small Enough to Jail, and Icarus.
1: Right, haven't seen any of these.
0: Icarus, I would have picked Peg to win because it's a on Netflix, therefore widely available, and about Russians and scandal, which is big now. So uh-huh. I had a feeling that was going to be the winner. Right, just because it had all the all the elements of being widely available and a topic that people enjoy.
1: We're sort of we're sort of jumping into a a cold cold war these days, huh? Cold War Two,
0: uh, yeah. maybe I don't know.
1: <laughs> Best documentary short subject.
0: Uh, Traffic stop, knife skills, heroin, Ed, Ed, uh, Edith and Eddie, and Heaven on is a traffic jam on the four hundred and five. That one, one, I think, just because uh, people live in Los Angeles,
1: right? Yeah, that's the, yeah, it's like,
0: yeah. Ah, the four hundred and five. I know the four. I get it. I get it. <laughs> or maybe I think that might just be people like, oh, I can only watch one. This one's about LA. I'll watch this one.
1: Right? Okay. Yeah. I
0: don't. I, I'd like to think that that's the way it isn't, but I don't doubt it is. Um.
1: Huh. Yeah, I you know it, when it comes to some of these like this this whole category like I have no idea. Yeah, I'm always like bad I don't at the short I don't know subjects. any of these. Yeah,
0: like I sound like okay I might usually like it depends like every other year I'll watch all the sh- animated short films and that's about all of the shorts. Oh I get right, to. yeah. Um, so for best right, live
1: action short film. Yeah, got, that's the next one, right?
0: Oh, uh, was it uh, Watu Wote? All of us, the eleven o'clock, my nephew Emmett, DeKalb Elementary, and the Silent Child. Don't know anything about anything about any of them.
1: And The Silent Child won. The
0: Silent Child wins.
1: You know what? I'm sure it was really good, and I haven't seen it.
0: Yeah. So, these <laughs> ones I have seen, though. A couple of them. I didn't see all of them this year. Mm. But I, dear Deer... Ba- or, not sorry. i uh, go up from bottom to the top. Revolting Rhymes, Part 1, Negative Space, Lou, Garden Party, and Deer Basketball. So, I have seen Deer Basketball, and and uh, which is available online for free, everyone. Um, oh, yeah. And Lou, which was a, in front of Cars 3, which well, I didn't see in theaters. I saw that at a screening, so... Don't, you know, everyone, calm down.
1: So this brings me to my uh, controversial topic number one. Oh, hey. Um, so right when Kobe won the award... Kobe. Uh, I think someone in our company of, of friends, but I certainly afterwards what I heard uh, rumblings of from from our friends and, you know, whoever. Colleagues. Co-workers is... Uh, you know, cuz there's a real push this year for like you know, the Me Too movement and the mm-hmm. and the time is up. Time's up. Time is up. Time's up. Time's up. Well, it's yeah. a contraction. Um now, and one of the things that was brought up was, hey, Kobe Bryant won this this award uh even though here's someone that like has been a part of the whole like sexual abuse uh in the in in uh well i i can't say the industry cuz i mean he, he's a well, basketball player right so that's a different industry, industry. i guess Society. the world industry right and this goes back to i think 2003 or something where there was uh there was rape allegations against yeah, him right, right. Mm-hmm. so you know I, of course i'm not going to ask you anything that's going to like uh make us look uh a certain way but i mean what is what is the um What's the idea with that? I mean, like people are saying that he he shouldn't be applauded or awarded or, or yeah, for, well, for, for for this because of that.
0: It's true. I like I don't I never really liked him even just because, you know, I don't trust him. But yeah, the, I was
1: on I was on Team Shaq.
0: Well, I'm just on team not Kobe, but uh <laughs> the problem with that is that Glenn Keane, who also animated the whole thing right. and directed it. And also won an Oscar is a goddamn fucking legend, and I cannot he be is. upset that he won an
1: Oscar. Yeah, is this his first Oscar? It might, Glenn Keane? It might be because he like he was
0: part of the teams that won. Well, I don't know if his teams like you know. Um, I guess so. Yeah, probably.
1: But this is like yeah. I mean, this is a very like intimate project of Glenn Keane. Yeah, right? the, the, he has he has Glenn Keane written all over this. Basically. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Have you seen it?
1: No, I haven't. It's
0: it's Glenn Keenie. The art's yeah gorgeous and just oh it's beautiful.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, and that's the thing is like I don't know, I I can't be too upset because of because it's going to Glenn Keane and like Glenn Keane's not a an asshole. Yeah, well, I don't
0: yeah, I I hope not cuz he's he's again, he's like a legend. I I I I love Glenn Keane.
1: Have you ever heard Shaq's freestyle rap about Kobe Bryant? I did not know that
0: Shaq could freestyle rap. So. He can't. <laughs> okay,
1: well then. Basically, uh, he, this was filmed at some sports bar or something. And this I, this was like years ago. But it was basically Shaq going like, Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. Hey, Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. And he got in a lot of trouble for that. It was why? funny. It was a funny little clip. I don't know why he'd
0: get in trouble for it. <laughs> I guess from the, the Kobe brigade? I don't know.
1: I don't know. The uh, NBA was not happy about about that video. Well, basically, either
0: way, Kobe Bryant <laughs> in that short film is doing the narration, and he's not a great narrator, so I can imagine he's yeah. the weakest link of his own film, right? But that Glenn Keane art and that Glenn Keen guy, oh my gosh!
1: Yeah, no, Glenn Keen man, he's a, he's very keen. <laughs> he's a, he's a keen guy.
0: Yeah, I think it's probably his first actor, just because he was never like he never directed a movie that would like by the time he was directing movies, the there was no award. For best animated feature and like, you know, being the beast one song and stuff, but he wasn't, he didn't win those, you know? So right, yeah. He didn't, he did he, he did it was only an animator on those. He didn't direct them.
1: I'm sure if it was, if the award was handed to him, I'm sure Mickey Mouse came up afterwards and said, Give that to me. Give that well, fucking award to me. Well, you
0: know, they, well, he and Disney don't speak anymore.
1: Right. Yeah, that, that was because of, uh, uh, Tangled, right? Yeah, he was directing Tangled and, yeah, think- and then Lasseter came in and, changed a bunch of stuff and i think
0: he got muscled off because well from what i hear is that he because he's an animator he was focusing on art and animation not in story as much oh. and so it wasn't really going anywhere and so he kind of when lasser came in i think he kind of
1: but was like you know
0: yeah heads, and was right shuffled or something that's the vaguest things i hear jeez
1: awesome. to spit the spit in the face of a god like Glenn Kane.
0: well to be fair, Tangled's really good, and... Never seen it. Story is key in everything.
1: Uh, I never saw it, and the reason why is because at the time I had no interest in it. Oh my god! And then, and then, but then also, what people came back saying about? It, they're like, "Oh man, I loved it! I loved it! The horse is so funny!" Yeah, it is and I funny. thought, "God damn it! Uh, you, you need to give me more than that." It's got you need to give me more. The horse is very well animated. They need to give me more than the horse was funny. Uh, that <laughs> it's a good
0: story. It's got really good characters. It's got fucking Shazam in it. Like Jack? No, um, that's Kazam, you racist. Oh yeah, that's cause. What's wait? What do you t- Shazam, Shazam? The uh, Zachary Levi, the He's, DC yeah, comics. Yeah, Zachary Levi is playing Shazam in the new live action Shazam movie. Oh, okay. And uh, he plays the 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 main ma- main. Listen, man, main Kazam and ma-
1: Shazam are two words that are very easily confused. Yeah, huh, uh-huh. yeah.
0: Either way, uh, <laughs> actually, real quick though, some some prime A bullshit is that Black Adam is not going to be in that Shazam movie. Get the fuck out of here.
1: Then why even make... I, I, why even make it then?
0: I don't know. Well, I think it's because... So The
1: Rock is not going to be in the movie. I
0: think because The Rock signed on to his own Black Adam movie where he's going to play like an anti-hero or some bullshit. Oh, come on. And they're like, on. oh, god damn it. Black Adam's such a good villain. Just have him be a goddamn villain. <sighs> you,
1: well, you know what people need to do is they just need to not see the movie. Well, hey, Mark Strong is like some, some fucking wizard or something. Whatever. You know, I mean, the thing is, is like, we'll probably see it because there's an obligation to, but hey... I mean, honestly, even the Venom movie. I'm sitting here thinking, man, I really don't want to give money to this thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, like again, my opinion is all movies are good until they aren't. So it yeah. might still be good, but I'm not excited for it. It's just like you know. More excited for Shazam because I do like Shazam. It's there, like a little kid, and he turns into a super hero. He punches things. Yeah, I don't know.
1: And have you read Have you read Kingdom Come? Uh, yes. He's great in that. He's cool. Yes. The whole, everything in that is very, very great.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Speaking of great, let's go on to more Oscar stuff.
1: It, uh, best achievement in music written for motion picture original score, right?
0: Yeah. It seems like a little redundant. It's like, what, best adapted screen, like, best adapted score? What are, you, what are you talking about? You know?
1: This was the first category that actually kind of bummed me out.
0: Bummed you out? Well, let's see. We got three billboards, uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi, Phantom Thread, Dunkirk and The Shape of Water. I um, love the score to Phantom Thread. It is me too incredible. And, and I th- was
1: really sad that it didn't win.
0: Yeah, but apparently you blew my mind by telling me that. that who's that guy?
1: Radiohead's own Johnny Greenwood did the score for Phantom Thread.
0: It's like a regular Trent Reznor.
1: And uh, let me tell you, that score locked me into the movie the whole time.
0: It's a great score.
1: Uh, and I thought that the Shape of Water score was fine. Fu- it was good. It was charming. It was fine, but I don't remember it. I don't, like, you know what I mean? Like, I remember the Phantom Thread. I I can hear it in my head right now. The Shape of Water score, it was great, but Hmm. the last ability is less.
0: For lack of a better word, I I can remember the shape of the Shape of Water score, like the sort of, like, (laughs) light, whimsical kind of, like, Frenchiness. Yes, that's what it was. But, like, I couldn't really tell you anything specific about it.
1: Right. And, uh, but, yeah, I mean, you know... Yeah, I mean, I was I was uh, slightly disappointed for fanboy reasons, you know. Man,
0: well, I'm not going to, you know, every, like I said, everything that Shape of Water won, I'm not going to be bummed out about because I right. don't think it, I think it deserved pretty much everything I got. Yeah. I mean, like, rather, some of the things I wouldn't have picked it for, but like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, what but of bullshit.
1: <laughs> I don't even remember, Dun, like Dunkirk, I don't remember the score.
0: I think it, it, went, it went something like this.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. I'm just kidding, yeah. But that's basically the whole movie. And then the three billboards. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Star it right Wars. Enough. It's hard to forget. Star Wars. Star Wars great. Is,
0: yeah. I think John Williams' sequel trilogy music is pretty goddamn good. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, like I, I think we talked about before. It's, it's more embedded into the actual fabric of the film than more. Yeah. Than the pop hits of Episode One and or the original trilogy. But right.
1: It's it's less intrusive. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but like. That scene, like where Luke Skywalker (spoiler alert) is like, you know, walking out of the base and facing down the First Order, like that swell is so good. Yeah. And all that fun stuff.
1: Yeah, man, I want to watch that movie again.
0: Hey, a couple weeks coming out on the Blu-rays. Yeah. Anyways, what we got now? Uh, Best uh, song, best original song.
1: Best original song. Got that one
0: from The Grey Showman. You got that one song from Mudbound. You got that one song from Marshall. That one song from Call Me by Your Name, and that one song from Coco. That's right. And that one song from Coco won, making the uh, Robert Lopez the first person to win two EGOTs, which is pretty amazing. EGOTs? An EGOT is an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony, and he's won wow. two of each, which wow. is the first person to ever do that.
1: That is, that is quite a feat. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a category where I have seen half of these movies. I never saw Marshall. I heard good things i hear i yeah i want to see it i didn't see the greatest showman
0: i'll see it when it's streaming somewhere
1: uh, that movie seems a bit too snazzy for me Uh, i'm not gonna lie um
0: i've heard it's like i've heard a lot like a big range of things from it sucks to it's great but (laughs) like the most consistent opinion i hear is it's like a hollow spectacle it's really fun and pretty it's got good music but that's about like that's all you're gonna get it's like candy
1: well, and what I hear also is it's, like, vastly historically inaccurate when it comes to the main character, Hugh Jackman's character. P.T. Barnum. Like, apparently that guy was kind of a, not a great guy. Yeah. And Hugh Jackman is a great guy. So, you know, there's that. Yeah,
0: well, I'll still check it <laughs> out. I'm interested in seeing, because when a movie has such a swath of opinions, I, I can't help but be intrigued.
1: That's true. I do
0: like me a good, a good old-timey musical sometimes. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. Best achievement. Well, first in... of all, did you like? Do you oh. like?
0: Remember me? The song. Do you, you like it?
1: Uh, it was. It was. It was a cute song. It's cute. I like it, the. It
0: doesn't move me. I like the Spanish version better. Maybe it's because I don't know if it was written in Spanish and turned to English, but the English language, like the lyrics, sound just kind of like they're just kind of like basic, joke, basic. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. In Spanish, it kind of it just feels more right. But I don't speak Spanish, so I wouldn't know.
1: Well, I mean, there's something to be said about like just the cadence of. Uh, a language and like you know the sounds of words yeah. and I think uh you know yeah the Spanish version I think is uh it sounds very uh much more beautiful than the English version
0: yeah speaking of Spanish you want to know one of my biggest uh, things I've always wanted to be able to do and I can't do because I I don't know I just can't is I want to be able to trill my R's and I cannot do that I can't do it either it's because it
1: we're white we no can't. you can
0: <laughs> it's not like a genetic thing you can learn to do it give just,
1: it away give it away give it away now I, yeah
0: I
2: can't
1: yeah, do you it. Can't,
0: like, it you have to learn how to do it like at a young age or you have to teach yourself at an old age but it becomes very difficult if you don't
1: can you learn. picture Anthony Kiedis uh, you know the Red Hot Chili Peppers they're doing a concert and every single concert you have to sit there and roll your R's on that song
0: I imagine it comes quite naturally to people um, who can do it.
1: Yeah, but you know, I I bet right, you know, right during that uh uh that the tour for that album, um, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, I bet he was struggling through the first couple shows there. Yeah, maybe.
0: I imagine it's the same thing. Like you know, I can't trail my R's because I never learned it at a young age. In the same way, like someone that's that like a like a native Japanese speaker can't say the word or same things with V.
2: Huh.
1: I have. I. actually haven't noticed that. They don't. That.
0: Well, the same. Well, they have. Well, for in Japan, in J- Japanese, I took uh, f- five years of Japanese, um, and forgot all of it. But I do know the basics. Still, is that L and R are the same letter? Hence the cliche. Oh. And um, they can't say V because it's not. They don't have a letter for it, and it's just not in their vocabulary. Like they kind of do, but it's like so rare it doesn't ever come. So they say things with a B instead of a V. They just don't know the mouth shape. Interesting. So like if you if you're brought up in that way, you just never think about it. So that's that's why you have, you see like you know uh, people with Japanese accents like their you know secondary language they don't they have trouble saying V sounds. Like I, all my Japanese teachers couldn't really say things.
1: Huh. Well, I mean, V's. there's. I mean, like, uh, and of course, okay. If my first thought is, like, well, what about Vegeta? But, like... Vegeta? V- maybe it's Vegeta. B- yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't know. Well, I mean, there is there is a letter for V. It's just i would never seen it ever written anywhere, so... Right, yeah. Um,
1: Except for Vegeta. Yeah. Well,
0: I don't know, yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Um, yeah, and, like, like I can't do that, and I can't make that, like, that sound also that a lot of languages have. Oh,
1: the real... <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Like, not in the elegant way that they can do it.
1: Right, yeah. No, I know. The the real throaty, like, yeah. yeah. I
0: had taken every language as a six-year-old, and then I'd be a master.
1: Who wants to know every language, though?
0: Well, here's that question: Would you rather be able to play every instrument or speak every language?
1: Oh, play every instrument! No, oh, speak c- every language! No way, dude! Oh, well,
0: I'm not in enough parties to impress people with my, my piano no, skills. I'd but, rather go mm,
2: and...
1: I, I for me, I don't care about impressing people. But can you imagine, like, you can make just album after album just completely by yourself and just whatever pops into your head? Well,
0: I guess the difference between you and me is I am not musically inclined, and so I couldn't write a song to save my life. Like I can't think, I can't just conjure but up. But then you would just be conjure, able up, to. conjure up fucking tunes out of nowhere, Mike. You like would some be able people, to. Not just because you can play instruments doesn't mean you can conjure music. I played, <laughs> I played, I played it like ten years of, of trumpet and shit, and it doesn't mean I can write trumpet music. I bet you could. I don't think I. I could. bet there's a trumpet album, write,
1: Hot Cross, with buns. your name on it somewhere out there. You know,
0: fun fact, everyone, I've won a Grammy. It, really? Yeah. I My high school band won a Grammy, which I was in. Therefore, I've won a Grammy.
1: Wow. Yeah. Grammy Award winning Alex Kelly. I know. I should put that in my resume. Yeah. See? There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyways. More uh, Grammys
0: than the real musician here. Well, yes. Yeah. Just because of a technicality. In the same way that like a lot of people I know have won Oscars because they've worked on movies that won Oscars. Right. So it's the same
1: thing. I mean, hey, man, that is on my bucket list. That would be cool to get one of those kinds of awards. To work on a movie that wins an Oscar or to win an Oscar? Uh, I mean, more realistically, I think it would just be working on something that wins an Oscar, right? I'm I'm not going to be standing there for best director or some shit.
0: Well, actually, like, real talk. My actual dream in life is to work on a movie that has cultural significance that inspires people and have a significant role in that movie. Like, not, like, director, necessarily. I mean, that would be great. That's that's always the hope. But, like, even just, like, some sort of supervisor, you know? Oh, yeah, just same, have, like, have, same like, here. Have a strong voice in a movie that goes on to inspire other people to make movies.
1: Yeah, no, I, absolutely. And that's, last night, by the end of the Oscars, I was sitting there thinking, God damn, I need to write something. I need to, like, go and, like, write something or do mm-hmm. something. I need to fucking do something with my life. Yeah, and, well, like... Make something. Yeah, you know like I've mean? been telling
0: you, thankfully I've been doing that. I've been kind of going crazy making my own shit for the last like month and a half, two months. And I told you last episode how I was doing all this weird technical stuff and it was driving me bonkers. Well,
1: here's the thing: is you and I should make our own production company called K- Kelling. Uh, uh, making a Kelling harder wasn't.
0: I thought no. Your your girlfriend actually said uh, if I ever made a production company, I would have to call it uh, Keller High Water.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Keller High Water. which I'm not gonna do. But yeah, and mine. You know, I, for me, I think it would just be Warren G Tanya Productions. I, I think that's that's my uh, that's my little thing.
0: I could probably come up some pretty <laughs> good, but um, I'm not gonna do that now. Patent pending.
1: Yeah. So. Okay,
0: so uh, Coco won. Yeah, so makeup is next, which always pisses me off because fucking nominate five goddamn movies.
1: Best achievement in makeup and Hairstyles. Fu- yeah, there's you could, only three. I can think of
0: five movies off the top of my head that have good makeup. You got your Star Wars, you got your You Shape of Waters, you got like you know any fucking blockbuster. Star Wars always gets snubbed. It like it doesn't really deserve much though. I mean, like, the technical awards got nominated for everything, visual effects, uh, sound mixing, uh, score. I mean, that's that's a good swath. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would have put, like, makeup and um, just based on that casino planet alone. Like, goddamn.
1: I know. Well, I recently went to uh, FIDM, Fitum. do you know what that I'm talking about? No. It's this museum in downtown. Oh, that, is it
0: the costume one? Yeah, yeah it has all museum. these...
1: Wardrobes and costumes and stuff from all these like current movies. Uh-huh. And there was uh, Star Wars stuff there. And at the base of it was a monitor that showed a bunch of behind the scenes footage of that casino mm-hmm. scene. And, man, the aliens in that were just amazing. They are. And you 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 don't see them because it goes by so fast, but it's like, damn, dude, there was some, like, really cool-ass shit in there. Yeah,
0: I don't want to get into a Star Wars thing, but no. I, I was just so sad we didn't spend more time on that casino planet. People shit on it but because it goes by so fucking fast. Well, you know what? Episode 9, maybe they'll just hang out there again. No, I want a movie <laughs> about that fucking James Bond guy, and they can go hang out there movie you can just play space rack and like fuck space
1: chicks well ryan johnson is working on a trilogy Ooh. you never know yeah you never know it is, so it's fun man i wish there
0: was um, why can't solo come out now solo solo oh it'll
1: come out soon enough well,
0: chewbacca let's go on a mission with han solo it's
1: always it's always my my phrase has always been you know I'm willing to wait as long as I don't get in an L.A. car crash. I, I need to not get in an L.A. car crash before this movie comes wait, out. Is that, like,
0: worse than a New York car tra- crash? or?
1: I, w- I wouldn't know. Okay. I just know that L.A. car crashes are often very bad. I think
0: all car crashes are kind of bad. Well,
1: sure. What I mean is, like, the, the likelihood is worse in L.A. than most places.
0: Yeah. Anyways, Darkest Hour, <laughs> I remember telling you... Um, that movie's got very good makeup, but at some points I remember being distracted because you can see the seam line where uh, they taped um, jowls onto Gary Oldman. Right. It's very subtle, but it looked kind of like scar tissue. And I was like, "Wait, is it like a scar?" And then I realized, "Oh, it's like the the blend where his jowls are." And there's kind of a couple of sh- a couple of angles distracted me. Right. Not yeah. all the time, but like a couple of times, the light would catch it, and I was a little little like, "Oh, it's like oh, I can see clearly where they like taped in, taped on his his neck beard."
1: Well, with this, honestly, I mean, like, the the contenders for this was Darkest Hour, Victoria, and Abdul, and the movie Wonder. Oh, I forgot to read a movie. Um, and <sighs> I haven't seen two of those movies. I, I only saw Darkest Hour. Wonder and, is a
0: movie my mom kept trying to make me want. Like, she was like, oh, let's go see Wonder when I was, like, visiting her. Yeah. I'm like, no, I don't want to see Wonder. I know exactly what it is. It's a schmaltzy schmaltz movie full of schmaltz. Well,
1: and this is one of those cases where I honestly think a lot of people voting in voting for these nominations probably have less likely seen the other two than they have Darkest Hour. Yeah, that's true. And that's probably why, why it won. Why they even nominated him? I don't know. I don't know.
0: I I, I always wonder. Someone, I wish someone would explain to me, maybe in the comments, anyone who knows, why the hell there's always only three nominees for makeup when clearly there should be five. Yeah, I I don't know. It's not like that it's like, is there like such strict rules as to what applies like from hair and makeup that only three qualify? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it, it, it was weird how scarce, how sparse that particular category was.
0: Yeah. Anyways, onto the real category, the real highlight of the evening, best visual effects. Um, this is
1: uh, your bread and butter right I here. think I might
0: have mentioned as a kid, I would stay up and watch the Oscars, and the only Oscar I would really, really, really give a fuck about was best visual effects.
1: Because those are the coolest movies.
0: Well, yeah, but it's also because it was a thing I wanted to do. Right. And I was like, I want to be like, these guys. And look at me now. Um, but... Yeah, this year we got uh, War for the Planet of the Apes Star Wars The Last Jedi Kong Skull Island Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and Blade Runner 2049 I think Guardians is the only kind of outlier in that it was just like standard good VFX but
1: nothing that like blew my fucking mind I mean it's funny that you say that because I would put that above Kong Skull Island well hmm I guess hmm. Kong Skull Island was fine but it was nothing like I I, I wasn't like blown away by that movie I was blown
0: away by the this, the character and creature animation but that was just me um, mm. I get, well, again, um, Star Wars was, Star Wars, I think it's like, of all the Star Wars movies, The Last Jedi is probably the most visually polished.
2: Which, I uh, what, The Last, the Last Jedi? Jedi? Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I think, um, I, well, actually, I kind of disagree. Well,
0: hold on, let me, I'm gonna make my point real quick. Is yeah. That, and like, for The Force Awakens, there's a couple of things, like, people, I don't really agree, people are like, oh, Maz doesn't look that good, or Snoke doesn't look that good, or whatever, it was, it's like, fine. I think they look fine, um, and like there's like you know, oh, whatever, but like for the last jedi, I, I think like every visual element worked really well. I can't think of any any bad shots or bad effects, Not- you know uh,
1: okay, I, there's one thing that bugged me in Force awakens, and also one thing that bugged me in uh last jedi mm-hmm. in a force awake in the force awakens, it was the squid thing,
0: oh, the rathtar
1: the yeah, whatever the rathtar i because it, it was like, man, in a movie that's so uh lush with practical effects. This sort of stands out as being the one thing that, uh-huh. uh, you know. And then in Last Jedi, it was the big furry racing things. The father year. I thought, uh, I don't know. those. Well, they, they are practical. They, they didn't do for it for a, me. They're
0: kind of practical. Were they really? When they stick their heads over the gates, those are practical puppets.
1: Oh, wow. And then, uh, so you can't fucking tell. <laughs> Well it, well it wasn't that part that i it no, was but, it
0: was the, the the running yeah the running sequence is the worst looking part of the movie
1: right yeah um, but it wasn't it, it was fine i just it just stuck out to me well goddamn snoke looked good oh yeah snoke was great oh, man and he's sexy that fucking sexy fuck. that his performance was really
0: good oh it was really funny actually real quick um when well, they were interviewing Andy Serkis on the red carpet, they were like, You're, you know, you're in this movie. You're in Black Panther. People seeing your face finally. Usually you play like, uh, like, uh,
1: stop motion characters.
0: And, <laughs> and it made me laugh because folks at home, stop motion is not what Andy Serkis plays. He plays motion capture characters.
1: Right. Yeah. There you go. That's, mm. uh, how much Hollywood cares. Well,
0: it's how much fucking, <laughs> like, they're not Hollywood. First of all, those aren't Hollywood. They're just people who do red carpet presentations. They're barely anybody, like, you know, in the, in terms of industry. Yeah. Um, War for the Planet of the Apes was actually the one I thought was going to win, just because I think we talked about goddamn those monkeys.
1: Well, for me, yeah, it was between Blade Runner twenty forty nine and War for the Planet of the Apes. I was hoping, I mean, it would have been great if War for the Planet of the Apes won, but I'm not surprised that it didn't.
0: I kind of like I would say, and Blade Runner has got nothing really in that, like it's like pretty standard. But then when they were showing the sizzle reel, I was like, oh fuck, I forgot about that photorealistic human that they put in the movie. Oh yeah, (laughs) and I
1: mean. Honestly like Blade Runner 2049 like is just seamless mm-hmm. seamless visual effects so great. like I'm I'm happy at one but no War for the Planet of the Apes I mean there was some amazing shit in that movie Yeah that like I, I was impressed. I was very I was really impressed by that. It would have
0: been nice if Labor won best Pro- production design, so it would have had like the the triple crown of the visual awards. Oh, yeah, but uh, hey, two for three is pretty good. Yeah. anyways, what's this next one? Uh, sound editing. and everyone I, everyone always gets some confused. Sound editing is the fun one where you create sounds that are used in the movie, like Foley right. or if you you know stock things, and yeah. that's and that's what sound editing is. And these ones are the Shape of Water, Star Wars, the Last Jedi. Blade Runner twenty four forty nine, baby driver and Dunkirk, and Dunkirk does have some pretty great sounds. I'm not gonna not gonna dispute that one.
1: Definitely, yeah. Um, there, there's you know, I, I'm not uh, quite quite well versed in this particular category when it comes to this sort of thing, so I'll just take people's word for it. And yeah, Dunkirk was was great. Like, so
0: yeah, baby driver is very it's like all built on sound, which is all impressive. But like again, Dunkirk, I, the thing I liked about Dunkirk. Um, well, actually, we'll talk about with sound, uh, sound, uh, oh wait, this is film editing. Never mind. Well, I guess we'll kind of m- talk about sound mixing, too, is I liked th- the mix in Dunker. I didn't like how they did that thing where they put the music over the people talking. I can't understand what I'm fucking saying ever. But that happens uh, a lot. In just films. how fucking loud the bullets were. were like, oh, man, that's a good like, why don't war movies do that? Right. Yeah. Because they want you to feel jarred and scared because I was. Because in the movie, those those bullet sound effects were so loud that I was, like, scared of bullets going off, which is, like, that's pretty genius because, you know, no I don't, don't want to get shot.
1: Right, yeah. I, yeah, no, I mean, it was, uh, uh, um, Dunkirk is always, like, I, I, I'm not, like, jazzed about Dunkirk at all, really, but it was a really fun movie to watch. I have no problems with Dunkirk, but
0: it's not my favorite Nolan movie, but, like, you know, Interstellar I got problems with, Dark Knight Rises I got problems with, I got no problems with Dunkirk.
1: No, I mean, either. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. I think uh, for a while, Nolan was doing these films that felt a little bit bloated. And if anything, Dunkirk was like uh, quite stripped back.
0: Yeah, it streamlined. It was good. Yeah. Was, yeah. Like, yeah. actually, my only problem, like we talked about before, my only problem is just how samey all the characters look.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: And like, <laughs> I guess it's sort of probably intentional and in that like, they're like, oh, they're all the same, you know, like all these all these young men are just all the same.
1: Right, yeah, but
0: it's still kind of confusing because I'm like, "Who's this guy? Is this the same guy before?" They all have <laughs> wet, dark hair, and they're all skinny <laughs>
1: and white. I mean, uh, I didn't have too much of a problem with that, but at the same time, um, you know, I I don't know. I it, yes, they did. They they all did look very much the same.
0: That's fairly really complete. Yeah. Anyways, regular editing.
1: Best achievement in film editing they
0: got three billboards outside of ebbing missouri the shape of water i Tanya, baby driver and dunkirk i think baby driver has a lot of flashy editing as all of edgar wright's movies but dunkirk was also very well in the way that it edits weaves between the three stories and all that stuff so i'm right gonna, i ain't gonna complain also
1: right yeah um and then the other three i mean they're great movies but the editing didn't like stick out to me you know what I, you know what i mean like it was just okay this is just like this is a movie yeah I haven't seen <laughs> I,
0: Tanya, and um, I, Tanya,
1: you gotta see that man yeah you gotta see that
0: I will and then yeah the other two are, they didn't they struck me like the editing was good and I didn't notice it right which is which is always good yeah um what, what, what's next we got Sound Mixing the other one so Save Water Last Jedi Blade Runner Baby Driver Dunkirk same exact bunch as the last one same exact Dunkirk. things to say about him. yeah uh, let's see. You know, we got uh, costume design. We got oh yes. Victoria and Abdul, that movie that nobody saw. The Shape of Water, Darkest Hour, Beauty and the Beast, and Fan and Thread. Winner, Pan Thread. Thank God.
1: And really, you know, that movie was sort of tailor made to win that. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I mean, I, there's no other way of of putting no, it. It's really, true, it's, it's true. like that movie was made to win that award. You know, well, what I, I think, mean,
0: well, it wasn't like made just. To, it was. Uh, Pete, uh, not, I'm not like. I know you're not saying this, but like, PT Anderson's like, all right, let's win us a best costumes. No, Oscar. No, no,
1: no, no, But you know, just such an emphasis on wardrobe in that movie. I mean, that you yeah, know, it, it would have been weird if it did not win that award. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, that was
0: the first time. Maybe it's because I'm in that movie while watching, it, and I was sort of in the mindset of like looking for clothing as as art and sort of, but that was the first time I ever can remember seeing a movie and looking at costumes and being like, oh my, like, oh, it's stunning, no.
1: Right, yeah. I, you know, I really, I didn't think I was going to like that movie. I thought, man, this is going to be so, like, boring and like, but it was actually a very good movie. I
0: told you it's my favorite of last year, hands
1: down. That, well, I can't say that about me, but, uh, because my favorite was probably Three Billboards. That was probably my pick for 2017, but... Phantom Thread was very good. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. Yeah. That was. I saw it twice. I liked it so much. I don't
1: know. Anyway, look, at this, this, look at this guy.
0: Uh, next, we got cinematography: mm-hmm. The Shape of Water, Mudbound, Dunkirk, Darkest Hour, and fucking finally, Roger Deakins for Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, dude, the Deak. I think this was his fifteenth or sixteenth, or did they say thir- I forget? It was like thirteenth, I think. So I heard the thirteenth. So it's the first win in 13... Thirteenth. Okay. Either way, he's been nominated too many times to come away empty-handed. He finally won, and he's just.
1: And it's funny his speech. He didn't really have much to say. He's just like, oh, th- thank you. He uh, just seems like <laughs> such
0: an interesting guy, where he just sort of like does his work and keeps his head down. He doesn't give a fuck about awards and stuff, you know? Right. But yeah. That's the way he comes across, he seems very humble. Like I think I was telling you, I remember I think Emily Blunt told a story about Roger Deacons how in Sicario. He would light a scene, and we all know what how beautiful Sicario is, right? Oh yeah. And and Danny Villeneuve was like, "Oh man, Roger, it's such a, it's a beautiful, oh, it's so beautiful, oh my gosh!" And Roger be like, "Yeah, it's all right."
1: <laughs> uh he well, he's British, right? Yeah. That seems to be like that. That's a very British thing. Maybe. Very. You like,
0: oh, wouldn't be the, the the classic kind of British, yeah. right? Very humble. Um, I also remember he did a lot of. Um, actually, just rewatched Wally because Wally's amazing and he also i i remember he did the the um he was in a uh, what do you call it? a consultant on that movie
1: really i that makes sense though yeah. i mean cuz that movie's just beautiful i mean like, he was
0: a consultant on a lot of animated movies but i think i might have been the first one he was cuz he was also consulting like Rango and and like the Croods and all this shit wow uh, but i was the first one i remember seeing cuz i remember back in 2008 watching the bonus features and him doing a little lighting setup for the animators and he would like, okay, here's a classic Hollywood three- point light setup and he'd do like the the key light and the in the secondary light right the yeah. fill light and all that the, the backlight and all that fun stuff and then he'd be like, uh-huh okay mm-hmm. all right uh, now turn off all these lights you there in the back open this door and because we were in like a big warehouse and some guy opened a door and just spilled, like natural light into the scene uh-huh. he's like isn't that just so much better and more interesting <laughs> It's like yeah Roger Deacons you know how how it's done
1: <laughs> Oh man. That's great.
0: Apparently, he never uses a sec, uh, a fill light. He's just key key lights and uh, uh what's Key lights and backlights.
1: Wow, no, that makes sense. Yeah,
0: that's what he said in in the interview or in the roundtable. Um, I watched with him. Oh, okay. He might that might not always be true, but that's what he said. Uh, anyways, best adapted screenplay. We got the Disaster Artist, which has some controversy about that. Um, Mudbound, Molly's Game, Logan, and Call Me By Your Name. Mike, how crushed are you that Logan didn't win?
1: I mean, I think it was... It, okay, out of, out of these five movies, it's pretty much a given that four of them are not going to win. And it, just because there's way less prestige behind them, I think, than Call Me, Call Me By Your Name, I think everybody could have predicted that, that it's was a great screenplay
0: though I'm, again um yeah. uh they're all i, I haven't seen to uh, molly's gamer mudbound so i can't really comment Shape, uh, disaster artist is i thought was really good but again there's a thing where one of james franco's ex-students apparently helped him write it and got shafted from the credits and now is suing him
1: now when you say ex-student i picture james franco teaching a class he does
0: he teaches acting classes and writing classes and all that stuff
1: okay interesting yeah. i didn't know that yeah, he he does all sorts of things. He seems like a a, a little bit of a controversial kind of guy. Yeah, that uh that that James Franco. I won't say anything till the dust settles. No, me neither. But uh, that's that's a shame. That that, I mean, I'm still gonna buy that movie and watch the shit yeah. out of it. Well, but, hey, like,
0: still got Dave Franco.
1: Still got little Dave, America's sweetheart. Dave, Franco. America's sweetheart. Uh, Allison Breeze boyfriend husband husband which i didn't know husband. until
0: after i saw them in disaster i was like oh they're married i'm like
1: what they were in the, the little hours together too or the
0: little hour yeah the Little hours. i didn't see that one that was a
1: crazy movie that i heard it's crazy. not as
0: crazy and funny as the trailer it's not be to believe it
1: it's not as definitely not as funny as you think it would be it it gets crazy it's a crazy movie uh but i enjoyed it um, Logan, you know, honestly, man, it's right up there uh, with the greats when it comes to superhero movies. But, yeah. it, you know, it doesn't surprise me that it didn't win. I yeah, mean, I
0: would have been a little annoyed.
1: Me too, because there's a point in that movie where I think it it goes from being a great movie to a good movie. But a lot of people disagree with me when it comes to that.
0: Yeah. And then for regular old, the real creativity, original screenplay. Uh, I'm kidding. But uh, we got three billboards. outside. We're well, Actually, real quick. That calling by your name winner, the actual the the screenwriter one is the oldest uh winner of an Oscar ever.
1: Wow. Yeah, How was, old is he? I think he's
0: like eighty six.
1: Damn. Or something. That's a good way to uh that's a good thing to do later on in your life. That's a great thing to do. Yeah,
0: I remember watching the show and being like, That that guy, that guy's a uh, a real um inspiration. He's like, yeah, you can be eighty six and still write screenplays about young people. That's yeah. pretty good. Good stuff.
1: Yeah, no, I mean that's Damn, that's inspirational. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: anyway, so original, we got three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, The Shape of Water. Now you notice a lot of repeats. Uh, the Big Sick, Lady Bird, and the winner, Get Out. Very glad that Get Out won, because Jordan Peele, yeah. Get Out needed to win something, and that was what it should have won, and so I'm really glad. Also because it was written by Jordan Peele, so at least he got he has an Oscar. He's got that Oscar gold in his hand.
1: That, honestly, that movie had the most, like, out of this list of five here, that movie had the most to say, and it said it the, the, the best. And I think, I mean, like, they're, they're all really great movies, and it's hard to pick between these five. But that movie, like, Get Out, I think, is a movie that people 5, 10, 20 years from now, they're going to be like, hey, Get Out, great movie. As
0: long as they don't make no sequels. No, no. They I won't. really hope they don't. I, I don't think Jordan Peele would do that. Yeah, like because it's his baby. Um, no, but like yeah, and he's also the first African American ever win a best uh, screenwriting award.
1: Right. Yeah, which I is saw cool, that today. Which is super cool. Yeah.
0: Do you see that picture of uh, Michael Michael Keegan Peele? Uh, God, God, Key.
1: My, no oh Mike, uh Ke- michael keegan key or my fuck what's his name keegan michael, michael key. key god damn that's, it that's that's what it is i can't
0: anything anyway the picture of him sell like when he heard uh when he, he's watching the show and you see the picture of him at the moment that uh uh jordan peele wins
2: what does he do oh
0: he's just like it's just the this is just a picture but just the joy on his face he's like jumping up like he's like in the middle of jumping up a dad's a still photo but it's like oh that just warms my my bitter heart doesn't it
1: well i you know i hope the two of them are still uh i mean they're they're definitely probably still friends i saw a picture
0: at a rap party and they were hugging yeah
1: i i hope that they i hope we haven't seen the end of them teaming i hope that one directs the other to something yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, because Keegan Keeley. Michael Key, you know, he's a he's a great actor. He's no too. slouch. Yeah, he's no slouch. He was in that uh one uh, uh Mike Bur- Tomorrowland Berbiglia Bur- Bur- movie, <laughs> the one Mike Berbiglia. Yeah, no, he was great in that. Yeah,
0: he's a great actor. Um, all those movies do have something to say though, but the same on they on do a, on, a, on a smaller level. Lady Bird's about relationship with your mother, and The Big Six about like what love, and so is The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards is about all sorts of things.
1: Yeah, no, th- really. Like all, f- all uh, I own the Big Sick, I own Get Out, uh, and once these Lady Bird, Shape of Water, and Three Billboards come out, I I'm definitely buy those Yeah, I think I will buy too. all these things. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. Point. Can't say the same about Best Adapted Screenplays, but no, um, I haven't.
0: I will watch Molly's Game.
1: And you can't exactly watch, or you can't buy Mudbound because it's a Netflix original. That kind of sucks about
0: Netflix's originals, actually, now that I think about it. Like, you can't buy Mute or, buy, like, I'm not going to why would I want to, but you can't <laughs> buy, like, Bright and stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, that's another reason that fuck Netflix. You
1: actually can, though. You can, they, Netflix does make hard copies of their properties. Oh, they do. There's, you can buy Stranger Things box sets. I saw that, that because it's super popular, but right. do and they
0: have, like, um other shows
1: i don't know i don't i've i've seen house of cards uh orange is new black they have that
0: yeah i've seen their most popular shows but that's about it yeah yeah, I hate that. I want to own my goddamn shit. I don't like fucking leasing out <laughs> my fucking movie watching experience to some other company.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing, dude. Is like you know you, you get rid of this whole experience. So it, it, there's a community behind this these kinds of things that you get rid of, right? And like it's it's one of those things where your friends like, man, I haven't seen um, Get Out yet, and you're like, well, I have it on Blu-ray here. You can borrow it, and then you, you're letting them borrow it. They're watching it, they're giving it back to you. Mm-hmm. You know, you you, you, you you know you go tip for tat.
0: You know, there's that also. I remember getting like a not like a lot arguments, a strong word, but uh, an intense discussion with like my uncle like six years ago because he's a big tech guy talking about like, why would you ever buy DVDs? You can just like you know have them on the internet and stuff. It's like, or like you can even like you still own, you can still buy them, but you'll just like you know, they'll just be in your thing. It's like a several reasons. A you know, you can't 4K files are huge. Well, this was before 4K, but it's like files are huge. I don't got that space. B they look really nice on my shelf. It's sort of a status thing.
1: Right. You can walk yeah. into a room
0: and be like, "Look at how many movies I have. Wow." Uh C that even though you buy stuff, you can still like get like it's like I bought all my things on Apple. Whoops, I got my account and or stolen or whatever. All my things
1: I and own are it's now all gone. gone. Well, and then also just the whole idea of like, "Hey, uh let's have our friends come over for a movie night." Oh man, I don't have this movie, but you know, this guy This friend of mine has it in his hand. He can bring it over, plop it in, and we can watch it on the TV. Exactly. As 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 opposed to like having to log in. There's nothing more annoying, and I and I kind of hope this changes one day. But there's nothing more annoying than when your Netflix account logs you out of your television, and you have to sit there with your uh, remote control hitting one.
2: Uh,
1: uh, letter at a time, very slowly, yeah, and having to remember your
0: password, and it takes like ten minutes. Thankfully, I have like because I have I use Netflix and Xbox. At least I can turn on the controller and kind of use the like the thumbsticks to maneuver yeah. manu- a little faster. Yeah, but yeah, that, that blows. And it's also <laughs> annoying. It's like, hey man, can I log into your your fucking TV and log you out of log you out of yeah. your Netflix account so I can log into my Netflix? No, fuck off.
1: They they still haven't found a way around that whole mess. Yeah, well, five.
0: So. It's called buying a fucking disc. Yeah, I mean the only downside is that. disc Discs melt. Physical media does degrade over time.
1: It does, but it. I mean, honestly, like I have DVDs from the year nineteen ninety nine that yeah. still work. My,
0: I have uh, my first DVD I ever got was The Matrix. Works like a charm. Yeah,
1: you just need to take care of it.
0: Yeah, which I do. Anyways, best director. We got P. T. Anderson, Paul Thomas Anderson, uh-huh. Jordan Peele, Greta Gerwig, Christopher Nolan, and Guillermo del Toro. Um, great list of uh talented folks. Del Toro though so happy he won. Oh yeah. Because also it's very inspiring. The more I think about it, the more I'm happy about it. Cause he's a he's a big dork who just makes dork movies and he finally gets rewarded for his dork movies.
1: Yeah, no, I mean I think um I mean the Shape of Water it didn't like it wasn't like a hardcore, it didn't like sweep the Oscars, but I'm I'm glad that it was so prevalent as a winner this year because yeah. it's like so uh it's it's much more of a genre film than you would see like get all these Awards. Yeah, I like it
0: when genre films are awarded and it seemed like this like unlike like Lord of the Rings, which was like this big like juggernaut powerhouse, this one's so much more sleepy and just sort of and the fact that it won as much as it did is like really cool because it's not like this thing that just like Like the Return of the King is one of the best movies ever, in my opinion. So like, right. But that was just like this enormous thing. It's like, look at all the things that we've done. Yeah, but this one was just like, hey, look, I made this really nice little movie, twenty million dollars. It's it's like it's a nice little thing. And then everyone's like, yeah, it was really nice. Here's a bunch of Oscars. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's cool.
2: And
1: again, I mean, it's it's inspiring. Mm -hmm. It's it's like, there's a lot of people out there with all these weird, quirky ideas now that can be like, hey, it is possible. For the world to love this.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, my, my thing, though, is Oscars don't really mean anything. So I don't really, don't really expect that much to change. But. No, <laughs> no. I mean, especially yeah. Especially because most weird, wacky original movies tend to go down in flames. Right. Um, RIP Annihilation.
1: Well, I mean, here, oh, yeah, I, I want to see that still. I haven't seen it yet. But. You're I mean, the problem, that's, Mike. that's the thing. I mean, okay, like this year was such a great year for. for 2017, very amb- you mean? Yes, for very ambitious and different kinds of movies. And we'll see if that trend continues. Maybe it won't. Well, I don't you know. know. I mean,
0: like, Annihilation was the first great movie of the year, I think. And uh, um, so so far, so good.
1: Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it just seemed... It, it just... I I would be very curious to see what the winners of next year's Oscars will be compared to this year's. Yeah, well, I
0: mean, like the thing about the Oscars and Oscar season, like the most is that I never can never predict what's gonna happen until October rolls around, and then I'm like, oh, right. this is what the shape like this is how the movie's shaping up. That's the, the, yeah. the year. I mean, that, like the I roster, I, yeah. I didn't even know like this time last year I didn't even know Guillermo del Toro was making a new movie.
1: Yeah, same here actually. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so we got. Uh, Supporting Actress, we got Octavia Spencer, Mary J. Blige, uh, Leslie Manville, uh, Laurie Metcalf, and Allison and Janney, and everyone said Allison Janney deserved to win, and I guess she did.
1: Yes, didn't see that very movie. much. So that, uh, like, because I've seen all five of these movies, um, and I mean they're all really great roles, but goddamn, uh, Allison and Janney and Itonio, like, hands down, like no contest. I still got to see it. Yeah. That- it does
0: seem like a really cool, interesting movie. I just, That was a movie where it was like, I only have, it was like mid-January at that point, right? And it's like, I, I have a certain amount of slots now, I'm movie burnt out, and so I have right. to like, I can either watch like I, Tanya or I could go watch something else, and I think I watched something else.
1: I mean, it was right on the, like, it was right on the bubble for me, too. You know what I mean? It was it, that and Darkest Hour. Oh, it was I,
0: Darkest Hour, yeah. That's what it was. Those
1: two were right on the bubble where it's like, well, maybe I don't need to see these. Yeah. But I'm glad that I did.
0: I was like, I think it's dark. it was like Darkest Hour has got the Best Picture nominee, uh, nomination. Like, okay, so I'm going to go see this one, and I, then I, I need to take a break because I'm a bit out of
1: it. A bit movie burned out, yeah.
0: yeah. And uh, now I'm coming back.
1: Um... But yeah, Leslie Manville, I thought, was just... uh, She would have been my other choice, uh, the Phantom Thread. Mm. Uh, She was the sister, right, I think? Yeah, she was great. I loved
0: her in that movie. She was fantastic. Um, But very subtle performance also, which was great, though.
1: Yes, but it was... I mean, even the clip they showed for her where she's just like, don't talk to me like that. I'll fucking kill you or whatever. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's just like, ah. this is amazing i
0: don't want to hear it well it's not the same scene but i don't want to hear it because it hurts my ears right <laughs> so she's just a great character um i actually really like laurie metcalf's performance and um
1: Later. oh yeah no she's great too yeah um yeah i mean uh, all five of them were really great mudbound as a movie uh it didn't really grab me as much as the other four of these but uh mary j blige was still great in it right so. Yeah.
0: So for actor, we got uh, Woody Harrelson in Planet O' Billboards. We got (laughs) Willem Dafoe in The Florida Project, uh, Richard Jenkins in Shape of Water, Christopher Plummer in Fuck You, Kevin Spacey, and Uh. Sam Rockwell (laughs) in Three Billboards. Sam Rockwell is a fantastic actor. So happy he won.
1: Yes. And that's the thing. I think, you know, even Woody Harrelson was probably sitting there thinking, like, I I think the more compelling role in this movie, Three Billboards, is probably Sam Rockwell.
0: Why am I even on (laughs) this? Uh, Richard Jenkins and Willem Dafoe, though, are, are incredible. I thought Richard Jenkins did such a good job embodying his character yeah. in that movie. Like, I knew who, exactly who he was the first time. Like, the first like, word he said out of his mouth, I'm like, I get this guy. Like, that's good. That's a good performance. Yeah. And he Willem was Dafoe is just, like, fucking charming his balls. in like, a movie that's in, in a very kind of heavy
1: movie well and that bummed me out that i actually didn't get a chance to see florida project because i heard it was really good it's all the money yeah. in the world i don't feel like i need to see it i won't I, like i like
0: ridley scott movies but that one's that's again that's just like i don't i got other things to do
1: yeah i don't know i and i i don't know i mean well, it, it was really great that christopher Plummer was able to do that i think that's an achievement in itself and that's probably why he got nominated yeah. but you know
0: I think it's mostly the, the the true story it's based on doesn't interest me at all. Which is like I'm not going to watch a movie uh, uh, for a true story that I don't really care about. This seems like a waste of time.
1: Yeah, and like Mark Wahlberg, I don't
0: know. Oh, I hear he's pretty good. Yeah,
1: I don't know. i I'm, I'm I think I'm I think I'm done with Mark Wahlberg for a it. bit. Uh, I,
0: if he if he appears in the like I'm not going to go out of my way to watch movies. But I don't do that with any actor. I don't usually. Go I with, do. With it depends on the actor. If
1: but, we're talking like Christian Bale, man, like you know. <laughs> Christian Bale, like within the, uh, within the, like two thousand five to two thousand ten, Christian Bale slam dunk.
0: Well, look, like, those actors I enjoy, but like you know, I see movies for movies, not movies for actors. Right. I see yeah. movies for directors, but not for actors.
1: That's true. Yeah, I you know I, I think as a kid, uh, or like as a teenager, or as a budding movie fan, you pr- people probably go to see their favorite actors, but as like an adult. It's much more about the directors, I think.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I always, always a big director guy, but not. Yeah. You know, more so. The more you learn about different directors and style, the more you like it. So. Right. Um. Anyway, it's best actress. You got Ciaranon, Sally Hawkins, Meryl Streep, or uh, Margot Roby, and Frances McDormand. Meryl Streep, not her best work, I think. Not a bad performance, but I think not her best work.
1: I I would have been uh I, I would have been a little bit disappointed if Meryl Streep got it. Yeah.
0: Oh, I would have been crushed. Um in the same way I was kind of crushed in um when she won for the Iron Lady. It's like like it's just like it's just another good Meryl Street performance, but it's not it's not incredible.
1: Uh what when was that? The I, Iron I Lady? Two
0: thousand eight. It was a while
1: ago. Oh, uh, okay. I don't remember that. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, uh again, like five great movies. Like I you know, there's I was a little bit bummed out that Sally Hawkins didn't get it. But I, I'm not disappointed that Frances McDormand got it. Like, like yeah. she was great.
0: Her and Sam Rockwell are that movie. And without yeah. either of them, the movie isn't nearly, like, it's Just isn't anything. Like, right. It's, well, it's not fair to say because it's a very well-directed, well-acted, well-written movie. Right. But, like, it's their, they're the show. They yeah. They steal the show. It's their show. Yeah. And so without, like, that's why I, I'm glad they won. Because without those performances, that movie just becomes sort of another movie.
1: No, I agree. What made that movie so amazing was was I mean, like everybody was great in that movie, but those two, yeah, that's what sealed that movie. As I mean, the only it, reason it,
0: like you know Woody Harrelson's not really in that list is because he's not around very long in it.
1: <laughs> Listen, it's like you know how like when you seal something and then you you pull the lid off of it, and it has the burp. Mm-hmm. That's what that movie is sealed for freshness, and then and then when you. When you crack it open, it burps.
0: They, the tagline for that movie should be: "Once you pop the fun, don't stop." That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no. Yeah, that was great. now Sally Hawkins is fantastic too. And I'm always happy to see her. Um, and I haven't seen *I* Tanya, but that clip with Margot Robbie was impressive.
1: Well, the thing I was going to say about Margot Robbie as Tanya Harding, uh, my namesake. Um, oh. It is. I thought she was a really great actress. But what what felt a little bit weird to me is you could tell. That she wasn't doing any like most of the figure skating was not her, which I wouldn't expect an actress to be able to just pick up and and yeah. and figure skate like Tanya Harding. But I don't know how that works against or for you when it comes to this kind of award, where someone's literally taking your face and superimposing it onto someone else's I think body. Phys-
0: that's like that's like stunts. Like physicality is right. different for like a stunt sequence or a physical sporting sequence. You can't expect an actor to just sort of no. be great. So like it's more about the stuff like the clip they show, where you have to be on camera and emote, and that's right. how you act.
1: Yeah, but no, she was great. Yeah, uh,
0: and then best actor, we got Timothy Chalamet. Is it Sh-
1: Chalamet, right? Uh, I think, yeah, that sounds uh, right. Denzel
0: Washington in what is Strange Lit, like, uh, we'll get back well, to this. Okay, so
1: Timothy Chalamet in Call Me By Your Name.
0: Denzel Washington in Roman J. Israel Esquire. Daniel Kaluuya in uh, Get Out. Daniel Day Lewis in The Panther And Gary Oldman for Darkest Hour. Denzel yeah. Washington seems like kind of like, like, no offense to Denzel Washington, incredible mm-hmm. actor. But, like, that's a bit of a Meryl Streep award. Where it's just like a just just give it to Denzel.
1: I didn't see Roman J Esquire or uh, Israel Esquire. That was another movie that was uh, I wanted to see, but I just didn't have a chance just, to see it. I heard
0: just middling things about it. and I wasn't interested, even though it's the director of Nightcrawler.
1: Right? Yeah. Well, and everybody loves Nightcrawler love when he Nightcrawler. poofs through the rooms and hits
0: oh, the shut president. Up. Shut. Up.
1: Uh, <laughs> um.
0: No, but all these all these performances. I haven't seen that one, but I'm sure it was crazy crazy good. But all these performances were incredible. But Gary Oldman. I think when you're on when you're on an even playing field and you just have such a career that needs recognition that's that
1: I agree it it was a legacy oscar but it wasn't for a bad role like it was also yeah. one of his best roles It wasn't one of those
0: so. uh well Jeff Bridges for that movie that no one cares about Oh crazy horse yeah, or whatever yeah yeah. yeah it's like well you know that but again the problem with these kind of, those kind of things is usually they're on kind of They occur on pretty flat years, acting wise. I feel Uh where it like you know uh, Leonardo DiCaprio finally won his Oscar for a year where there weren't really any performances better than that. Yeah, I mean like not in in a different way. Like say what you will about the Revenant, but just like that's always why I feel. But like for this year, such a good year, and like hard. It's really hard to. I'm not. I can't. Well, it's not like he didn't deserve it.
1: You always want an actor to win best actor in a leading role. And this, you know, this applies to men and women. Like you always want them to win for their best role. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times it does not pan out that way. Yeah. I think a lot of times it's sort of like, well, we should have given it to him for this other time or for this other time, but we didn't. So, you know, and I think that's what like Leonardo DiCaprio was. It was like The Revenant was clearly not his best acting role no. ever. Like, by a mile, it wasn't. You know what I mean? Mm. But, like, he deserved it because of all these other movies that he made.
2: Yeah,
0: exactly. I think what, uh, Gary Oldman's though, such a, just sort of a working actor, just appears and disappears in yeah. lead roles and side roles and whatever, that I can't say this was his best role, but it's certainly not a bad role.
1: Now, this was the second instance where the day after mm-hmm. the Oscars, I heard about, like... Uh, it, it was the same thing as Kobe Bryant, and I—I I, I don't mean to go back to this completely or whatever, but I think it's worth mentioning that uh, Gary Oldman has a little bit of a tattered past. Well,
0: you say he was he? You say he was married. He's on his fifth wife.
1: He's on his fifth wife. And she's been married she they got married in 2017 like mm-hmm. literally the last time I checked his IMDB he was married to somebody else yeah
0: well I mean is that what <laughs> people are talking about
1: no they're talking about in 2001 supposedly uh, we
0: well, pushed Natalie Wood into that league
1: no, <laughs> no uh, that oh, was pr- um, Something with an argument with a wife and he hit her with a telephone or something. I, I don't want to like get into it because I don't know if it's true, but like there was something that happened there and then they got divorced in 2001. And and so it just resurfaced back today because he won this award.
0: The thing I don't like about things like this, and I don't want to defend him or accuse him of anything, but for things like, like in terms of Like, one-off incidents 20 years ago, I don't have, like, I'm not gonna, there's nothing to say.
1: We are, yeah, I mean, we're talking 2001, and that is a very long time ago, and, but that's not to dismiss anything. That's not exactly, not to dismiss anything, but, yeah.
0: (laughs) It's just saying, like, if it was last year, that's different, like, people change a lot, and maybe, maybe he's better, maybe he's not, I don't know, that's, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and gossip. I don't know. About shit that, you know, happened in the past, and I don't even have the full story.
1: Uh, yeah, that's, I don't know. That's, uh, yeah. So, I mean, hopefully hopefully his personal life is better. Hopefully. And and on another note, like, Gary Oldman's been in literally... Like, the dude is like a fucking acting chameleon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think, if anything, for that, like, you know... Yeah. yeah, he deserves an award. <laughs> yeah, he
0: deserves the award. I did hear <laughs> jokes about that. Lo, it's like, hope he wins this before things catch up to him or whatever. But like, I don't. Yeah, we'll
1: right. see. Yeah. We'll see. But there is something very suspect about someone who's been married five times. Well,
0: I mean, like there was a thing last year where, like, you know, uh, who, what's his face, one, and he was already, he was in, currently in hot water for who. Casey Affleck. Oh, that's right. For like right, yeah. pulling sexy, quote unquote, sexy pranks on yeah, women, which is kind yeah. of actually not really sexy pranks and more like sexual harassment.
1: Well, you know, if we're talking the Afflecks, yeah, there's a myriad of things to say about the Afflecks. Yeah. But, uh, anyways, so I heard one of them's Batman. He was Batman?
0: Well, is yeah. still for the time being. Um, anyways, Best Picture, the best achievement of picture.
2: He's of the not year. my
1: Batman. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag down my Batman. Three billboards outside of Maverick, Missouri. The Post, Phantom Thread, Lady Bird, Get Out, Dunkirk, Darkest Star, Call Me by Your Name, and The Shape of Water. Best Picture, Shape of Water. Well, um, not my pick. I would have picked Phantom Thread because I fucking love that movie.
1: But I would have picked Three Billboards personally.
0: Uh, the thing, but here's the thing that I realized: the more I thought about it, the more I realized, Shape of Water is the first science fiction film to ever win Best Picture.
1: Yeah, no, it's great. It's it. People, I don't know if people recognize it really, but uh. It is actually a very significant win.
0: Yeah, it's it's great. It's a significant win because it's, it's just such a weird movie. And the fact it wins Best Picture fills me with hope that, you know, Three Billboards, while a great movie, is a very Oscar-y movie. Yes. And the fact that this movie that is a genre movie that kind of has the cadence of an Oscar movie and that it's very classic Hollywood, right. but is still something so weird as someone falling in love with a fish person can win Best Picture, <laughs> that's just like, man, any any movie can be great now. Yeah, I mean, like that's not how the Oscars work. I know, but I'm just saying it. It's inspiring.
1: Well, it it just it it it. I'm interested again to see how it's going to affect the future of the Oscars, and we'll see if it's just a uh, if it's just a 2017 thing, or if it's uh you know if maybe uh that Mad Max Fury Road does win Best Picture next time. You know, maybe. What I, mean? But I mean, like Lord of the Rings didn't change anything, so no,
0: and that whole thing. Yeah, and like. You know, it's only been a year, but I don't think Moonlight really is, is going to change anything. You know, the Oscars don't mean anything in the long run. But uh,
1: no, yeah, I I think it's very much a in the moment kind of thing.
0: Well, it's well, it's in the moment thing, of course, because it's like you know, you can't how much perspective do you have in the course of a year? None, right? And there's obvious bias and stuff. Uh, but like, I it's still interesting. It's more I I appreciate the Oscars first for history, uh, especially. But this year, I think it was a good year. All the things I'm not upset anything. With anything that won me anything, I think that one deserved to win in one way or another. There are things I would have liked to win uh more, but I'm not president, I'm not you know, I'm not King Oscar over here, so
1: I yeah, I was not disappointed in anything. Uh and and, and I mean, quite honestly, like especially Best Motion Picture of the Year, like really all you have something you can take away from all the movies on this list. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe less so Darkest Hour in The Post, but yeah. those are great watches. Yeah. Anyways, you know. You know
0: why I'm going to vote for my Oscars? I'm going go to go the, to the movie store and I'm going to buy them on Blu-ray.
1: Buy all these?
0: Y- well, not all of them, but I'm going to buy, like, you know, like, the ones like, oh, man, Phantom Thread didn't win. Too bad. I own it. And I'm going to watch it all the time.
1: I think out of all of these, uh, I would, I would buy, definitely buy The Shape of Water. Uh... Darkest Hour, no. Uh, same with like Dunkirk, probably not. I'll buy Dunkirk, but like, um, cheap. I I'd probably not. Call me by your name.
0: No, I wouldn't buy that.
1: Uh, Get out. I have I Lady Bird. Know. I definitely would I buy. would buy. Um, the Post, I would not buy. Phantom Thread, I would buy, and Three Billboards. I would. The buy. The Post,
0: I might buy. The Post is like a oh, it's on sale for like eight bucks. Okay.
1: Yeah, like if like if you're like in Walmart and there's that big bin yeah. and it's like oh hey.
0: Or it's like it's Black Friday. No surprise, surprise. We have too much of the post in stock. Would you like the post? Yeah, would.
1: We have all these copies of the full screen version of the post. They don't. They are for two dollars. They don't
0: do that anymore. (laughs) Thank fucking Christ. I never understood full screen. Well, that was
1: back when people had standard ratio television.
0: They're fucking pan scans. Suck my dick. (laughs) I remember one time my mom, uh, we were gonna go on vacation. My mom's like, "I bought you the Two Towers on full screen DVD." I'm yeah. like, "Hey mom, we're going back to Target. We're exchanging." Yeah, this.
1: no. I remember uh, uh, Sorry, Attack of the Clones. My dad came oh, home no. with Attack of the Clones on full screen, and I'm like, "This is uh, this is something." It's like, <laughs> why would
0: you want to watch less movie? And I know some people, some people like, were like, "But they're like cutting off the top and bottom of the screen."
1: No. No, they're not. That's not what's happening right now. I mean, like,
0: yeah, that was like my little sister thought that right. she was like six. So. Well, that's. A, I think.
1: I think general audiences were just not very uh, aware of the fact like people just didn't know what was happening. I, you know, I
0: distinctly remember the back of the box of like Spaceballs. It was like this is in widescreen. They had like a little picture with like the cropped image with dotted lines is like, this right. is what your full screen things. And here's how the actual frame should fucking look. So you're welcome for your goddamn widescreen movie.
1: I remember for me, the, uh, the concept was introduced to me. I, and I forget where I saw this, but it was like, uh, alien three. And this was long before I ever saw alien three. Cause I only saw that like last year. Uh, but it showed, like, a, a, a frame of it in full screen and then a frame of it in widescreen. I'm like, oh, mm. that's what's going on. I
0: also remember the first... I'd never had a, an actual, like... Uh, HDTV or never had access to one until I went to college and my freshman same here, year roommate yeah. had a widescreen TV and like how it automatically made things widescreen. It's like, whoa, yeah, yeah. No more letterbox for, you know, traditional widescreen movies. It's obviously still letterbox for the cinemascope movies. But. Right.
1: No, same with me. Uh, my college roommate, cause I had like just a full screen, little dinky, like box kind of yeah. TV. And then my roommate, my college roommate worked for a, a, a TV store. Uh huh. And one day he came home with this fucking giant ass thing that you could you could live in this thing. Wow. It was like like seventy inches. It's something like that. It was insane. It, it was an insanely giant television. And we moved apartments probably three times and lugging this thing around. Man, it sucked. Oh, it
0: probably a breeze compared to lugging lugging around a uh, uh, cathode ray tube TV. A what? Like a CRT TV? Like a, the 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 big regular chunky TVs. No, it was one of those, but it oh. was
1: widescreen. It it wasn't a high def television, oh, but it was widescreen. And it was like 72 inches or something. So it had the big giant base that it, like the base of it was like you know, like a hundred pounds or something. What a it was, waste <laughs> of time. Yeah, it was oh man. And I remember after he moved because he moved down here to LA working for SpaceX, so he just left the TV with us. Uh-huh. And, and the remainder of the roommates one day just started, like, we decided, because we're all moving out, and so we decided just to rip this thing apart and break it and shit. Yeah, it was fun. It was crazy.
0: A regular, uh, what do you call it, Smash Night?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Smash Party.
0: Smash Party, that's it. Well, anyways, so that was the Oscars. It was a pretty good show. Nothing, no, no surprises, no, no, no controversy, no talking points really i mean i, I uh, the most talking points i think are the very nice speeches talking about diversity and all that stuff
1: yeah yeah so last year i think the ceremony was a bit more entertaining yeah but this year had better movies yeah for, for sure. sure for sure and i understand the whole ar- like the whole argument that 2016 was a little bit of a weak year i totally understand that now cuz compared to 2017 Goddamn!
0: I think twenty seven sixteen was a weak year compared, but it was a pretty strong year. With they had like you know Moonlight, and La, La La Land, and a couple of really heavy hitters.
1: Yeah, Ninja Turtles out of the shadows. Uh, that, was that 2016? Civil War? Uh, Captain America: Civil yeah, War. Yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, um, <laughs>
0: still, yeah. you are just hoping that this year is just as good. And,
1: I don't think it will be. No, probably. I, I don't think. It, I don't know. There is something in the air.
0: I think twenty seventeen then is going to be remembered like two thousand seven was. Just a goddamn good year for movies.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. 2018, hopefully it's good. 2019, it's gonna have, it's gonna has a lot of blockbusters going on. Like I said, it's gonna have new Avengers, new Spider Man, new Star Wars, new James Bond. It's gonna be it's gonna be a new 2015.
1: Uh, well, it. I think 20. I think we're in a trend now. Odds, the odds are the years, man. Those are the those are the years now.
0: Well, we'll see. Well, anyways, that's Oscar talk. Ain't got nothing else to talk about. But what we do have is all of our contact information. Yeah. So if you want to reach us, you can reach us at filmtasticvoyage.com or gmail.com or Facebook Facebook page.
1: We're a part of the Let Me Listen Podcast Network.
0: Is that you, uh, <laughs> Benicio Del Toro? Hey,
1: no, no, I don't know what that is. Uh, anyways, uh, the Filmtastic Voyage. <laughs> listen, guys, you can continue your voyage with all the episodes of the Filmtastic Voyage on the Let Me Listen Podcast Network. You can find uh, Filmtastic Voyage and a bunch of other podcast programs on that network. Just go to SoundCloud or iTunes, type in uh, Let Me Listen Podcasts, and leave some comments, leave some ratings, tell your friends about us, don't tell us about your friends, we don't care. And that's about it. That's all I have to say.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that's a wrap. That's showbiz or something or other. Anyways, yeah, so until next year, next year's Oscars, we'll see you next week we